So, so how's things? Things are good. I gotta say that PS5 demo that you showed earlier today, which James just showed and acted like he was the first to show it. <laughs> I uh, I almost messaged him like ah, I can't beat you to it, but he'll figure it out. He'll figure it out when no one responds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so like, two hours ago, James. Come on, yeah, dude. Uh, what I was gonna say was like, yeah, first of all, yeah, it's absolutely gorgeous, but it actually bothered me because I saw the comment you made about it being a new tomb, like about how the new Tomb Raider would look amazing. Yeah. I thought that was a demo for a new Tomb Raider because she's like oh. climbing around and stuff and it's a woman. And I was like, oh, okay. And especially because like in the shadow of the Tomb Raider, she actually changes costumes. You know what I mean? So I was yeah. like, oh, maybe. And then of course I saw the screenshot of her face and I was like, oh, it's it's not. It's not. It should be a okay. game. It sucks that's only a tech demo because it looks so awesome. Yeah, it looks so awesome, especially because I'm currently playing Shadow of the Tomb Raider, and it's awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. I gotta, oh, yeah. I gotta go through Rise still before I get to Shadow. Well, I haven't. Uh, I didn't beat Hollow Knight yet. I was just like, you know, what? I'm gonna take a break. Uh, I'm gonna try Shadow because I've been wanting to play it for a while, and uh, especially because like the second one, I wasn't exactly thrilled about. Yeah. Like I really wanted to play it, and then when I played it, I was like oh okay like it's kind of like uh, all right whereas this one i'm like yep this is awesome uh if it wasn't for a bit of the story in the second one i would say skip it completely really that's that's pretty disappointing especially since the second one's from the same developers of the first and this is a different developer yeah it's uh, i uh because like the first one's awesome like uh, oh, everything first about one was amazing so great uh the second one like even graphically it doesn't look like it's that much better whereas this one is like it annihilates it gameplay is better story's better the way they do uh they handle all the various like they're now it's more like hubs right instead of just Mm. two sections there's like multiple hubs which is really interesting. So it almost feels like you've got like six or seven levels, so to speak. It's really good though. I really enjoyed it. Um, plus there's like a million of the tombs. <laughs> like, like so many, There's even like a section just devoted to tombs. Like it's not even part of the story at all. It's just tombs. And this is without the DLC? That's with the DLC. Oh, it's with the DLC. So those tombs are probably DLC then, right? Yeah, yeah they are for sure. Yeah. For sure. But I was like, you know, if I'm going to do it, I might as well. I, I got the DLC. Up. I got the DLC. I bought the game for like dirt cheap from someone on Facebook. And then I got the DLC on sale for like 10 bucks. So Yeah, it was a crazy stupid sale on a PlayStation yeah. store that I was like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and do this. <laughs> you know? Because I keep happy. checking now periodically, right? For... Yeah. Uh, for Dragon Dragon Quest Eleven, <laughs> yeah. it'll come back eventually. <laughs> or Dragon Warrior Eleven, or whatever it's called now. Yeah, I'm just so bitter. <laughs> that tech demo was insane, though. I cannot wait to start seeing games using that tech. That tech demo was absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. Uh, there we go. A little bit yeah. of weird angles, but uh, it just uh, blew me away. Absolutely blew me away. 
They're saying that's not going to be available to uh, developers until 2021. So we won't see games using that probably 2024, maybe. So why even show us? A few years off. I guess just showing the power of the PS5 that it can run that. Yeah, but like by the by 2024, if that's your actual assessment, the PS6 will be right around the corner. If there is a PS6, I mean, this could be the final PlayStation and they just keep updating it. And Well, yeah, maybe. It's hard to say. It depends on technology. I mean, right now, I didn't think there would be a huge jump between PS4 and 5, but that tech demo showed me, okay, you could still make it pretty... Quite a bit more powerful. But even still, I mean, if we're a few years away, it's not like I'm looking to jump on board right away. Like, knowing that there's some time in between, I'm not really like, yeah, let's drop a thousand bucks. What are they really going to have at launch anyways? I mean, Last of Us and Ghost of uh, Tsushima or whatever, that comes out this summer. And then they have no right. other big exclusives coming up. So if PS5 launches in December, you're looking at what? The new Assassin's Creed is a launch title, and that's about it? And I could care less about that game. Same here. Uh, Stealth Vikings? What? (laughs) Stealth Vikings. (laughs) Never even heard of it. (laughs) I haven't seen too many Viking movies, but I've never once seen a character who was strictly like a thief stealth assassin guy. (laughs) I guess Loki, technically, if you want to, you want to go Marvel, he could be. He could be. But I saw the the screenplays or screenshots of it, and they look like normal fucking Vikings. Yeah, I mean the trailer was cool, but all the Assassin's Creed trailers are always cool, and then the games never live up to the trailers to me, anyways. Like I, you know what? I've never even played them. I've played the the original trilogy and I've played Black Flag. So, my understanding was that if I were to play any of them, I should play Black Flag. Yeah, and that's it. That's pretty much it. Black Flag disappointed me. I thought it was going to be cool being pirates and shit, but I couldn't get into. Well, because you're a pirate assassin. (laughs) That's stealthy pirate. (laughs) <laughs> it's so like even with the uh, assassin creed origins where or when they're in like egypt or whatever yeah that one immediately i was just like are we still assassin's creed or is this another game entirely well that's the thing too it's like are, are i i haven't played the last couple are they still doing the whole like modern day hooking yourself up to a machine and then jumping into these times or is this straight up a viking game because honestly that I, that takes me out of those games <laughs> I think it is straight up just a Viking game. Like in Black Flag, do they do that back and forth stuff? I think they did, yeah. Oh, if they did, then they might still do but it. But I mean, but... I haven't played that since PS3. It's been a while. Yeah, fair enough. So, yeah, I don't know. The demo. Um, it, yeah, well, I mean, yeah. Got me a little more excited for the new gen because right now I'm kind of just like, eh. Like, I know when Spider-Man 2 is shown, that's when I'm going to be like, saving my cash now. <laughs> yeah, me too. I think yeah. that'll be the one where I'm like, oh, you know what, I can totally go yeah. for this right now. Unless unless what I mentioned to Will earlier and, and Metal, Gear, Metal Gear Solid gets a remake. That will... Well, yeah, like you were saying like, earlier. Yeah. yeah. Those, I think, yeah. Like, remakes of Metal Gear 1, 2, and 3... 
Mm. Oof. For sure. <laughs> I'd be in. I'd be totally in. And even like, uh, no even like he was saying Castlevania, like I'd be all over that too. Yeah, I read this rumor online and apparently it came from somebody who has thrown rumors on the past that always end up being true. And that's that Sony threw uh, a nice big dollar amount of Konami saying, give us the rights to do games on the PlayStation exclusively for Metal Gear, Silent Hill and Castlevania. And then Konami can keep the rights if they want to make like their Pinko machines or whatever else. You know what I mean? So and that's that not a bad cool. deal. You know, Kojima's working with Sony now. He can easily mm-hmm. hop over and continue his Silent Hills. Oh, for sure. Well, also sure. overlooking a Metal Gear remake. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and then have somebody sort of like rein him in so that it's not like Death Stranding. Yeah. Yeah. Even though, uh, like, like fucking Will say, if Kiefer Sutherland gets hired to do the Metal Gear remake, I'm going to fucking throw something through a window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i agree i agree like, like it's um david hater or nothing well Kiefer sutherland's dialogue it's not that bad it's just what was the point that was kind of for me that's where i was coming from i was like i don't understand yeah. the point and it was it sounds more like uh like konami was just like well we need Kiefer sutherland it was kojima kojima's all hollywood crazy he's oh. a friend with that uh abia rag guy or whatever they used to do the marvel movies gross he got introduced uh Kiefer Sutherland through him I guess and he's like yeah fuck and then goes and makes the fifth game with Kiefer doesn't even tell David Hayter he has to read it or hear it from someone else <laughs> yeah it's that that part I remember was really low um like I don't necessarily agree with like the voice has to be the voice all the way through because like Troy Baker you know is doing Joker now and his is Joker's not bad yeah, but he keeps it pretty close to Hamill, doesn't he? Right, but still, it's just enough that you could tell it's not Hamill. Yeah, like good luck telling Sutherland, hey, we want you to copy this hater guy. <laughs> if I was Sutherland, I'd be like, why don't you just get this hater guy? I'm sure he'll be cheaper than me. Because <laughs> that's the other thing, too. Like, I mean, sure, Keeper Sutherland doesn't really do much in terms of voice work, but it's not like he's going to be cheap. No. I mean, I wouldn't be. <laughs> he, it was, it, he he did the whole performance too, though, right? Like the mm-hmm. the yeah. mocap and everything, of course, yeah. yeah. But yeah. even still, that's that's another one of those where I'm like, he could have got David Hayter, and it would have been cheaper. Yeah, isn't it weird too to hire Sutherland and not even put his likeness in the game? No, that one's fine. Like, I'm okay with that, just because it's one of those like, like if Kojima or sorry, yeah, Kojima did that, it would have been like. What is wrong with you? Suddenly you change what Snake looks like mm-hmm. to Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> um, unless um, Donald Sutherland. <laughs> unless it's Kiefer Sutherland from The Lost Boys. Yeah. Actually, now that I'm thinking about like of Kiefer Sutherland, he'd be a pretty awesome Revolver Oslo in a live action movie. Yeah. Yeah, he would be actually. He would be. I would be down with that. I'd be all right with that myself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I guess this is a mini uh, video game camcast. Or what do you call no, it? No, it's just it's a regular camcast. Just you're the one that does the editing. So geek, you split shorts? it up wherever. It's a geek mm-hmm. shorts. It's a geek Yeah, short. the geek shorts. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you still have yet to come up with an idea for the visual for that. I. The guy that usually does it for us has disappeared off the face of the earth. So. Oh. 
COVID, son of a bitch. COVID got him. No, he, I think he's doing okay, but he's busy. I'm going to go ahead and knock on wood just to be on the safe side. Yep. Knock, knock. Uh, so, we're going to be talking about that Birds of Prey movie today. Yeah, Birds of Prey and the uh, fantabulous I I, emancipation I, I, of a one Harley Quinn. Holy shit, you memorized <laughs> Oh, that's not even memorized. That's me just fluking it. I had to write it down because I'm like, I never remember that title. I know it's Fantabulous Harley Quinn. I don't know. Why not just call M the Fantabulous Harley Quinn? Oh, make it a mouthful so no one can remember the title. Or how about this? Uh, and this will give you an idea of where I'm coming from with this movie. Take two halves of a movie and then just smash them together. Yep. Yep. Just like that. Yeah, it's make it really confusing for the viewers for the first half hour to an hour. <laughs> yeah, actually, it's funny because like, uh, like I'll get in a little bit ahead of ourselves here, but when they did that uh, Quentin Tarantino thing, where then yep. they started telling the story from someone else's perspective, I then when they got to the beginning point, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot we were going behind to check everything out. Mm-hmm huh that's right or yeah it was harley that's right when she was going back to figure out uh uh cassandra kane's thing yeah it's very yeah. like my dad and i watched in the theater and it was very confusing at first because she got captured in the alleyway now i haven't rewatched it but she got captured in the alleyway and then the next scene is like in the prison in the jail and she's in there shooting guys with glitter guns yeah and we were both like wait did she not get captured? What just happened? Right. And then and then she does a thing where she's like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. We got to bring me up to speed or whatever. And then I was yeah. like, oh, fuck. So then I'm watching the movie again. And I'm like, I'm, I'm into it. And I'm like, okay, all right. And then when it gets back to the police station, I was like, oh, right. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Huh. Uh, also, by the way, real quick, that's a really shitty police station. Right? Like, Michelle and I both were just like, what the fuck is up with this place? I was like, this is Gotham City, right? That's exactly what I said. I the said, place that has, like, the entire rogues gallery of Batman villains? Yep. And we have a police station that awful. <laughs> that, like, Harley Quinn, of all people, can just stroll in with weapons? Yeah. Um. And like I was saying, like even the shittiest police station in Gotham is going to be better <laughs> than <laughs> a lot of police stations across the world, right? Yep. Because <laughs> it's Gotham, and like you said, like because it's tons of ropes. But okay, all right. Um, but yeah, so ah uh, man, I and I, I purposely didn't read any of the reviews, even though I knew that it was like poorly reviewed. Yeah, uh, and. And I remember seeing a, a, a comment from the director who was just like, I don't, I don't know what to say. Like, I mean, I, I had to make a, a female empowerment movie and I had to like kind of rewrite history and I had to bring in these new characters and, and it had to all be done in a certain way. And, and, and this, this is, Kind of what you got and i was like oh that does not sound good if the director's not necessarily apologizing 
but kind of apologizing, you know, and, uh, oh man, this was, this was hard to get through. Yeah. I, yeah, (laughs) I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's the worst, um, DC movie. What's worse than this? Well, okay, I won't say worse, but I can see myself rewatching this over like Shazam. But if you had a choice, like if you had a choice, Shazam or Birds of Prey, you would pick Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey. I might actually do the same, but only Shazam because just, it was a Shazam, Shazam just has no replayability for me. Like I, it's a one and done. I don't care if I ever yeah. see it. Whereas this, and the fact that it got a sequel. Yeah, the action in this was pretty freaking awesome at times. The action sequences were very, very cool. I'll give it that. Uh, yeah. The choreography was really good. For the most part, it all made sense. Yeah. Um, and I mean, like, I get what they were trying to do with Harley mm-hmm. and having her stand on her own feet, but isn't it weird that she was able to stand on her own feet by hooking up with a bunch of other women? You know? Yeah. Um, there was other stuff too that I was like, oh, um, Zaz, I didn't realize that that was, uh, what's his face from the Mindy Project? Yeah, Chris Messina. Yeah, I'm a big fan of him. He was good. I'm even a though it was a yeah. weird take on Zaz. It was a weird take, but it, it was more comic accurate than Cassandra Kane or Black Mask. <laughs> Uh, the only thing I'll say about Black Mask was the flamboyantly gay, or the flamboyant that they made him. They made him very flamboyant. Yeah. When he mask on, he seemed more comic accurate. Everything he was doing prior to that was comic accurate. He was just very flamboyant about it, which was really weird. It it was different. It didn't bug me. It was weird. It was weird, but it, it like I didn't mind it. What? Bugged me was not seeing him in the mask till the very end. <laughs> that was the thing that bugged me the most, actually. Um, and again, it's one of those where, like, I get it, you hired Ewan McGregor, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't understand these companies hiring these big names for characters that wear a mask all the time. Yeah, yeah, I don't get it, I don't get it at all. So, um, like, and even when they, they cast him, I was immediately like. Because, oh. what? You cut out there. Yeah, He's, no, I... Immediately, immediately, immediately after they cast him, you what? I was like, why? Why? Like, I mean, like, he's a great actor. I, yeah. I really think he's a great actor. But it, it was like, my immediate thought was, how are they going to do this? Because they're not going to show him without a face. Or right. with his uh, mask on. Yeah. Hold on. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so I mean, okay, so Margot Robbie got this thing together and pushed it to be an R-rated film like Deadpool. And it's yep. very, very obvious that this is influenced by Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, the thing that, well, the other part, too, is like it didn't need to be rated R. No, I, it was like rated R. I mean, there was, a, there was a few little gory parts in it, but it was pretty much just rated R so they could drop F-bombs the entire movie. Right, which, um, I mean, they didn't really need to. 
in my opinion. Uh, if any movie should be rated R with F bombs, it should have been Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That one should have been rated R with F bombs uh, yeah. and brutal deaths and stuff like that. Yeah. This one, like even the the stuff that was kind of brutal, you could have just edited around that, and mm-hmm. it would have been funny. Yeah. Um, I think I think what I'll do is I'll tell you the things that I liked. Okay. First, because it'll be short. <laughs> <laughs> And then we'll go from there. Sounds good. Um, so I, I liked the cast. There's nothing wrong with the cast. The cast is actually really good. It, it's actually a great cast. Yeah. Um, Margot Robbie is definitely the lead in this movie. So much so that I still, like, at the end, of, by the end of the movie, I was still like, ah, yeah. why, didn't it, why couldn't it just be a Harley movie, you know? Right. Um, some of the stuff that they did with her, the only thing I really didn't like was that whole thought process where once word got out that she broke up with the Joker, that she was untouchable, Mm -hmm. you know, where it was like this big surprise that suddenly everybody wanted to kill her. Yeah. But I thought that that was interesting in the sense that before that she could do whatever she wanted. Right. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I never thought of it like that. Like, yeah, she would be untouchable because no one would want to fuck with Joker ever. Mm-hmm. Right. So I was like, that's actually really cool. Um, her fighting style, I thought was really cool, especially in this movie. Um, wasn't a fan of her appearance so much, but yeah. I mean, it was better than Suicide Squad. But only because it was less sexist. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, the Huntress character I thought was a standout for me. Mary Elizabeth Winstead's awesome. Yeah, I've she's always, great. I've always loved her in movies. But I also liked how she was a bit of a uh, like, like an almost like an introvert. Like she was so ingrained in being an assassin that she really had no idea how to act around other people. Yeah. So there was like awkward bits where she's like, "Yeah, I'll do that." thing with the fist you know? <laughs> i was like that's that's an interesting take on on huntress because that's not like a, a normal one so i thought that was kind of interesting um even though hers was a little bit more comic accurate and uh black canary surprised me because i went from being like I, I don't know about this one to suddenly being like oh okay yeah. like as soon as you find out that uh her mom died in the street being a superhero i was like oh okay that explains it that explains it and i was like that's a really nice take um i liked rosie perez as renee montoya but they could have got one someone younger to play her i I mean i don't want to sound like i'm against age or something but like rosie perez could have played this character in the 90s yeah now now she just how old she's got to be close to like early mid 50s at least now i would say like mid mid 50s uh she looks phenomenal for her age uh, and that's the other reason why i was like really hesitant to bring this up yeah. uh even though because like i said like, like uh everyone did a really good job in the in, in the uh in their roles like in the what they were told to do they did really well so that's like positives across the board visually uh, I liked the way it looked for the most part. I didn't really have any issues with it. Um, uh, I think 
That's a, uh, like specifically though, I, I would say Harley was one of my favorites. Huntress was one of my favorites. Uh, Renee Montoya was one of my favorites. And uh, Zaz and Black Mask. Those would be the standouts for me. Yeah. Um, okay, now what about, what about this that you liked? Let's hear your likes. <laughs> um, I really thought the cast had great chemistry. Oh, yes. Like, yeah, good point. Like, good point. The, the, the three that would be the Birds of Prey have great chemistry, and um, seeing them together as officially as the Birds of Prey at the end was a wicked, and a bum <laughs> that will probably never see it anymore past that point. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's a plus and a negative in a sense, but great chemistry altogether. It, it just, I really wish we would have seen that cast in their own movie and would have seen Harley in her own movie, and then maybe bring them together in the end after that. Yeah, especially because like, um, well, they end it with Cassandra Kane hooking up with Harley to be like Harley Junior. Yeah, which I was like, what? Yeah, what is why would she not go with the birds? I also, mean... if that was the case, why why use Cassandra Kane? Like, why not any other character? Any character that has links to Harley or create a character for that purpose? Yeah. Because, yeah. like, I mean, Cassandra Kane is a former Batgirl, like, born by David Kane and Lady Shiva, two of the top fighters in DC, literally trained to be nothing but a killer, and then gets brought in by Batman and starts becoming a hero because of that. Yeah, I was like, man, like, this is such a great story. I, and I am. I I don't like. I almost feel like they just they wanted um wanted a character of a different descent to be in that role, but then why? I mean, this day and age, every every movie and and TV show has characters from comic books getting their race changed. Why not just grab anybody like uh, that Rose and Thorn character? They could have had her there. They could have had um, Poison Ivy before she gets her powers. Then I would I would have hated that actually I would have hated that one like if they if it was Poison Ivy in that same role yeah. regardless of race I would have hated it. Um, I don't even care about like the race thing so much because uh, I, I I noticed that they they'll only do it on certain characters you know yeah you won't have a Black Peter Parker you'll have a yeah. Black Spider Man but you won't have a Black Peter Parker. You well, know that's I mean? why they've introduced Miles now, right? Which is fine. That's fine. It's good. Um, yeah. It's. Uh, I almost feel like they wanted people to go, oh, Cassandra Kane's in this movie, so that more eyes would be on this. And then when you watch the movie and realize this is actually more closer to Jason Todd mm. than Cassandra Kane. And it's like, and even if it's a whole, like, well, we needed an Asian woman. Okay. <laughs> like you said, take any character. Any character, make him, I mean, make them Asian, even if they're not Asian in the comic books, make them Asian, but and then do the same thing. It's just for for Cassandra Kane, that was the one that bugged me the most because, like, she's, you know, on the streets. She's a street tough. She's a thief. She's a smart mouth. And I'm like, this is all Jason Todd. Like, this is all Jason Todd. Like, you could have had Jason yeah. Todd or a character like that, but instead they had to say Cassandra Kane. So I was like, oh, ugh. This Honestly, movie was 
if this would have came out like a year later, they probably would have made that character punchline. That, I would have hated that too. <laughs> I would have hated that too. But I, I mean, like they probably would have. Like they could have had Cassandra Kane in here doing the whole thugs, robbing, pickpocketing, ever or you know all of that. But then have her like at the end, just like kick ass martial arts style, and you're like, holy shit, she's more than just some little girl on the street. Also, and uh, have her not say a word. Right. Keep her completely mute. Yeah, until the absolute end of the movie. Then yeah. I think I'd be a little bit okay because that's well, that's just pull, pull a silent Bob, silent the whole movie, and then just like something out of nowhere. <laughs> well, yeah, but like I mean, at least then you could kind of say, okay, all right, like it's it's a little bit tweaked, like uh, like uh, like Black Canary, a little tweaked, but still like you could see her becoming Black Canary, right? Yeah, yeah, I like. Um, uh, what's her What's her name? She's got um. Journey Smollett Bell. Yeah. I've never seen her in anything. I thought she was great as Black and Aryan this. I thought so too. It, it was a very, very different take on the character. Yeah. Yeah. Like the whole the whole cigarette behind the ear thing was kind of throwing me off. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. I, I was like I was a little like, okay. okay. But um yeah, like the whole time I was telling my dad, oh, it's black and Aryan. He's like, What's your power? Oh, it's you know screams yeah. really loud and knocks people out and so the whole movie's like when is she gonna do something <laughs> and then she well, did i knew they were gonna awesome. save it for the end uh it was awesome except that it only affected the bad guys <laughs> right the good guys stand beside her all like yeah <laughs> there were there were some of the good guys in front of her and they were just like yeah i was like okay all right <laughs> so like like i said there was so many things in this movie that i was like Oh man, like I definitely feel like it was two movies scrunched together and then rushed to get it out. Yeah. Um it looked more polished than I thought it would have. I'll give it that. Um Yeah, I mean even the part where like Harley screws over Cassandra Kane and she's just kind of like I don't know what to tell you. I, I'm not a good person. You know, I was mm-hmm. like, okay, all right, that's kind of interesting. Um, but you just knew that the ending was going to be her saving Cassandra Kane. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, the hyenas were cool. Or the hyena, I should the say. The hyenas were really cool. I thought that was really cool. Um, and good CGI, too. It didn't look that fake. Yeah, yeah, I'll say that. It was really yeah. good CGI. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. This, actually, no, now that I think about it, I remember the, for the most part, the fight scenes were okay, except for the police scene. I remember that was that uh, stereotypical, like, one person attacks at a time thing. Yeah. And it was just like, but they wouldn't do this. <laughs> and, you know, we're like 20 years into the new millennium. And we're still having fight scenes where it's like, okay, you, all right. And you, okay. And <laughs> you, yeah. Hey, look, I beat up everybody. Yeah. I'm amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the fight scenes, I think, were the highlight of the movie. Um, I'm a little bummed they killed, spoilers, obviously, everyone. I'm a little bummed that they killed uh, Black Mask, but I thought it was really cool how they did it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like him um, flying over and then, and then <laughs> yeah, like 
I wasn't so bummed that they killed him off just because like that's that's what they're they do. They just kill the bad guys off and that's that. Yeah. So you're like, okay, fine. And especially now, especially right now, because I have no idea what's going on with the DC movie universe. I mean, we have a Shazam sequel and we have Black Adam, but none of these are linked. <laughs> like those two in particular. I mean, Aquaman, should be linked. Aquaman two is on the schedule. Yeah, Aquaman two is on the schedule. That's it's gonna happen. I mean, uh-huh. the first made a billion. There's no way that's not happening. Oh yeah, yeah. Though they're definitely gonna recast Amber Heard. <laughs> yep, hundred percent. Um, yeah, maybe uh, they'll introduce the dolphin character. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Um, well, we know the Batman's happening. The Batman is happening. I was actually looking at the writer of this movie beforehand, um, Christina Hodson. She wrote Bumblebee. Oh. But Warner has also signed her on to write The Flash and Batgirl. So if you didn't like this screenplay, you might not like The Flash and Batgirl when they have it. But I'm not saying much because Bumblebee was actually really awesome. Yeah, but like, I mean, again... We're talking about a company that can't help but like interfere in movies. Like they literally can't help themselves. Yeah, they have to interfere in every little thing, Which and is- you can see that in this movie. Totally see in this movie. This is like a two-hour birds of prey pilot, but also an ex- like the continuation of Harley's story and and a, a character reset as well. So it's like. That's a lot. That's a lot. And unfortunately, none of the characters really get too much time to shine. Just enough where I go, okay, all right, that's their character. And then that's it. Except for, like, I think it was really just Huntress and Harley that got the most airtime. Yeah, Huntress got a lot of airtime. They showed a lot of her her backstory. Yeah. Which was cool. It was very cool. Very cool. But yeah, no, she was so great. And then the ending, like them in their costumes, like, oh, I want to see more of that. <laughs> so do I. I. I definitely want to see more of that. Like, um, but I don't know. Like I said, like, it's so weird that DC's uh, movie universe is basically just saying, okay, so nothing's linked at all. <sighs> but it didn't work out for them the first time around when they were doing stuff like that. No. I it yeah it's weird right because like Harley's going from this into the Suicide Squad, right? Like so that, like, like James Gunn has confirmed that picks up from this, so it's just like so she got out of everything, did this movie, and now she's going back into it. Yeah, but okay. So then the other thing is, so those three movies are linked, right? Yeah, but the Batman obviously not linked. Bat the, Wonder the Woman Batman is, is not. The Batman and then like, Wonder Woman 1984 is obviously not linked because that's part of her story and it's set in the past for a purpose. Right, it's not linked, but it, it it's obviously in the same universe. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. There's no continuation like the Marvel movies. Like it's not. You got to watch this one to kind of get the idea of this one and. Mm-hmm. Which I mean it is fine, but like, what it says to me now is they more so than ever have no idea what they're doing no they literally have no idea what they're doing they don't have a plan they just have these movies that you know are slated to come out 
they're going to do those movies. And then after that, you know, uh, I guarantee you we'll see a Batman or a Superman reboot. Yeah. 20 years from now, because the people at Warner Brothers have no idea how to get Superman going because they don't think people are into Superman because he's not like Batman. People love Superman. Yeah. Like. Yep. They 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 just but, they screwing over. Superman. Well, it's not even. It's they they get people that don't really care about the character to do the character. So then, when the character is not popularly received, then they go, "Well, nobody likes Superman." So. You know, and it's yeah. really weird. It's really, it's a really weird mentality. Like even, um, even with Superman Returns, they were floored that it wasn't like this multi-billion-dollar success. But if you watch the movie, it's probably one of the first rebootables ever, mm-hmm. because it's really just an updated version of Number One, just set later on in the series. Like it's part of the continuity. Yeah, you know. That would have been a lot more successful if they would have just properly rebooted Superman. The fact that mm-hmm. they made a Superman movie that continues after two and cancels out three and four just had everyone going, what? Yeah. What is Even going though on? three and four aren't the greatest and you could cut them and that'd be fine. It's still just yeah. like, what the fuck? Also, um, and cutting those, it's kind of disrespectful to Christopher Reeve. Well, it, as for a guy that watches all those movies, it's just, it's almost like, well, what was the point of watching those movies then? Yeah. Right. Um, I, you know, and then like you get Man of Steel and that's a total reboot. Mm-hmm. Totally fine. I only have a handful of issues with that. Have not even a handful, like one or two issues with that, but all largely one of the better Superman movies I've seen in a long time. And I'm going, okay, all right. But now I'm like, ah, oh, they have no idea. They literally have no idea what they're doing. They're yeah. just throwing stuff at the wall. If it sticks, then they'll focus on that. But even strangely enough, they won't even focus on it that that much because, like, if you look at Aquaman, I mean, it's still a ways away. Yeah, that's the kind of sequel where I would have tried to get sooner. I think Aquaman right now and is twenty twenty two. I would have tried to get that like twenty twenty one. Yeah, I mean, two to three years in between, so that way it's not so far in between sequels where like, like. Uh, like Doctor Strange, for instance, we're so far removed from that that they might as well treat it like it's a new movie. <laughs> Never mind that. When Guardians Three finally comes out, yeah, that's yeah. that's a big space. <laughs> that's a big space. That's a like, big what, space. what was Guardi- Guardians Two? Was what twenty sixteen? I think so. Yeah. At this point, I don't even know if it'll get made. So we're looking at like maybe eight years probably in between the two. <laughs> That's if it gets made. Basically a bad boys movie. Because <laughs> like, I mean, I know that they're going to start to slowly stop referring to them as phases. Yeah. Because uh, they have to. At this point, they have to. Because otherwise, it's like, what is each phase building towards, right? Yeah. Because phase, uh, what, we're phase four? Yeah, four. we're phase four right now. What's phase four building towards? Nothing. Not nothing that we know of. It's um, as far yeah, but I don't it, really think it it's doesn't building. help that half of phase four is TV shows on Disney Plus. <laughs> I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing per se. It's just, especially because the way people are consuming now, like in terms of it. But 
again, if they're building towards something, what is it? Like, give us a hint of what we're building towards, right? I think we'll probably, I don't know if we'll get a hint in uh, Black Widow, but I think, I, I think Eternals is definitely going to hint at it. Oh, yeah. I keep forgetting about Eternals. Which I think got pushed now to like February or something next year. Of course. Everything got bumped. I, you know what, to be honest with you, like uh, the bump, I'm happy that things are getting bumped. I mean, sure, it's going to drive up the budget a bit for bumping everything, but I, I want these movies in the theater and I want these movies to do good. And we need people to watch these movies in the theater. So the bump is fine. I'm okay with the bump. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just the, uh, it's just the way the world is right now. We just kind of have to roll with it. Yeah. You know? Um, I was going to say something and now I forgot. So back to you, Ken. Oh, shoot. On the spot. What shall I talk about? <laughs> what did you think uh, about absolutely zero of the Joker in this? Did you, did you feel like it was a little strange to like have nothing no. to do with him? No. I mean, the whole purpose was for her to stand on her own feet without the Joker. I know, but I mean, like she's still in the same world as the Joker. So like, what are you, I know what you want me to say. A Joker rules on the side of a wall or something. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's uh, I know. know, It's not not something that knocks the film down at all for me. To be honest, it didn't bug me once. No, no. Like at no point in time was I like, come on. Yeah, I mean, we had Joker henchmen that were basically like trying to fuck up uh, Harley because of her, because of her relationship with Joker. So I'm like, you know what? There, there was enough in there that I'm okay with it. Yeah. Okay. And besides, like, they couldn't reference the Joker really without pissing off the fans that liked Jared Leto's Joker because they probably would have went with the most recent Joker, Joaquin Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Or if they didn't do that, they piss off all the Joaquin Phoenix Joker fans. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, I'll, I'll say this. You, the way, because you really want me to say this. So, yeah, it's kind of weird that there's no mention of the Joker. Really. Even though I've said that there was actually a couple of overt mentions, it's just kind of lose-lose for them. Especially because yeah. they don't know which Joker's the legit Joker now anyway. Or like even they could have had something as small as like one of the Joker's goons, like a guy dressed up in like a clown going after her being like, oh, I could have been his top dog and you fucked it all up for me. They had a Joker henchman. Did they? That's the one that she tattooed. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That was funny. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was kind of funny. And uh, they actually showed a clip of, yeah, he was doing the tattooing. Okay. So they showed a bit of the Joker. You you saw it more recently than I did. Yeah, I was just about I, to I, school I, I you, saw but it, I did I just saw it see in, it. In, in the old world when we actually had movie theater. In the old the before four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ugh, I don't know. Uh honestly, I, I was I was enjoying it and then that weird story hop thing happened with starting with the police station. And she was like kind of narrating it. And I was all like, oh, yep. it's doing this. But the yep. action and the choreography saved it for me because that was 
friggin' awesome. Like the whole fight at like the amusement park and the whole fight the music was, was awesome. The cars, that was great. The whole thing on, around the cars, that was awesome. That was all good. Like the whole last half hour of the movie's uh, choreography was great. The special effects are great. Yeah. Um, it's just, I, I, I said this to you before, and, and I stand by this. I, I feel like this movie should have been a like Harley and the Gotham Sirens or whatever they were going to call it. Yeah, Gotham you know, City have, Sirens. That was the, yeah. the original plan was Harley, Poison Ivy, and Catwoman. Didn't necessarily have to call it Gotham City Sirens because I think that sounds stupid, but have, you know, or at least have it be like Harley and Poison Ivy. You could still do Catwoman if you want to, but they probably wouldn't because, of course, she's attached to the Batman now. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm no longer excited for DC movies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honestly, uh, as sad as it is, this is geek pants, but I'm like, my whole geekdom as a whole is really just kind of slowly dying inside of me. Like, I'm not really excited for DC movies. I'm not really excited for MCU movies. No, our campcast is going to be weird in the next little while. It's weird. It's, we it's might weird have to now, but it's going to be weirder. Yeah. The pants. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm still hopeful. Like, I mean, there's still Spider-Man to look forward to. There's still Venom 2 to look forward to. Morbius. You know, like, there's some stuff that's probably going to be really, there really is. good. And even though I've heard the reviews for wonder woman 1984 is supposed to be absolutely it's supposed to be a garbage movie i'm still hopeful for that 84 yeah apparently it's supposed to be a, just an absolute train wreck of a movie oh shit i gotta look at ron tomatoes right now <laughs> that breaks my heart because the first one had such great reviews yeah but it's weird because it's all the same crew doing it yeah so i don't know i think this is just like pre-marvel hate <laughs> it, that's what it is the Marvel zombies are like, ah, it's garbage. It makes no sense. We were lenient on one of them. No more. Yeah. No more. Wonder Woman. I didn't know that they were actually screening it already for. Uh... Well, yeah, apparently it's well, because it's finished, right? So. Uh, no score yet on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I don't know. Well, that would be a bummer. If Wonder Woman 1984 disappoints me, I'm going to be kind of like, eh, I'm not feeling good now for, for Aquaman 2 and anything else coming out. Yeah, like it's it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Um, for a DC kid, this is, is horrible. <laughs> like, this is the first time in a while that I'm not really like super pumped to see a Batman movie. And like, I remember when Batman Begins was announced. Uh, and I wasn't really that familiar with Christian Bale. Uh, and I wasn't like a diehard Nolan fan, although I thought he was going to do well. But I remember just being like, like, I don't know. I, I have no idea. And then I saw like a screenshot and I was like, yeah, this is going to be amazing. This is going to be absolutely awesome. And then I saw the first trailer and I was like, this is already my favorite movie. There's yeah. nothing that's going to beat this movie. Whereas I see screenshots of the Batman and nothing about it looks good to me. The muscle car as his batmobile i'm like is this really set shortly after the joker is that what they're doing <laughs> like plus his cowl looks ridiculous yeah the whole open chin like right from right from like here on all open it just that looks I don't, weird to me 
I don't mind that one so much as the ears itself, but the ears and that together, I'm like, ah, you know, like, it, they're trying to make it look like a, like the Captain America helmet. So it can just come off easily. I guess. So he can emote. That's what they're doing. So, so he can take his towel off, be cowless for 90% of the movie so that you forget that it's a Batman movie. Oh God. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was a it was a helmet in the Dark Knight and uh, Dark Knight Returns, so I was okay with that. And he took it off to uh, for certain things, and I was okay with that. But they managed to get a lot of emotion out of a guy with that mask on. So it's like, yeah, really, we don't need to take it off all the time, especially Batman. Yeah. Like Batman is one of those ones where it's like you keep the fucking thing on. To me, like I I've I've seen this this the pictures of that mask and it looks like Ben Affleck's Daredevil mask with ears. Oh, oh! To me, that's what it looked like. It does, but you know what? I saw it from the back end or from a side profile, and it actually looks even worse. Yeah, from a side profile. Oh, it looks yeah. it looks like this. It does kind of. Uh, and I don't know. It just it doesn't look right. And yes, I have Daredevil in my Blu-ray collection. Well, why wouldn't you? <laughs> hey, buddy. Because the director's cut's awesome. Is that Titan? It is. Hey, Titan. Titan, come on, make your first campcast appearance. Hey, buddy. Hey. Oh, 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 oh. He's like, I don't know what we're doing. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, I mean, I don't know. It's okay. I called him over. Anyway, sorry, you were saying? Oh, I I don't know. I don't know. Birds of Prey was, was it, it was okay. It was a movie. It was a movie. Yep, it was that, a movie. That's my greatest, like, wrap-up of all our camcasts, when you're just like, it was a movie. <laughs> well, I, I, uh, I say this a lot. I go, uh, for what it was, it was pretty good. And then, like, Michelle was like, you always say that. And I was like, yeah, but, like, I mean, it's kind of, like, if it's an action movie and it's, you know, kind of a generic action movie, well, it was an action movie. So, you know, for what it was, it was pretty good. (laughs) But, yeah, so, like, a movie is probably a good way to put it. It was a movie. It was a movie. There was some thrills. There was some chills and and, uh, lots of kills. That was about it. <laughs> oh, there was, there was a character arc. Yeah. 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 So that's pretty much it. I don't really have much else to say. Yeah. Uh, I'm more or less just lamenting the DC movie universe. Like, why can't they get one guy that goes in and goes, "Okay, guys, this is what we're doing. This is our game plan. We're going to work towards to this. This is our end game." So. Yeah. You know, we work towards Doomsday. Doomsday is our big bad guy or uh, Dark Side. Although I don't know about, uh, I mean, Dark Side being a first big, huge bad guy wouldn't be too bad, but like mm-hmm. just something. And then just say, we can, some of these, if you want to reference it in your movie, reference it in your movie. If you don't, don't. That's fine. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like for Harley to mention it, she doesn't need to mention it because she's not part of the Justice League. Yeah. But the Flash should mention it because he's part of the Justice League. You know, right? Or not mention it at all. Like, I mean, uh, the Captain America movies didn't mention any of it except for the Tesseract in the first one. But 
that was it. But that wasn't like Thanos, you know, like we're working towards the Infinity Gauntlet. It was just that was the plot of the first movie. And you don't mention it in the second or the third. <laughs> like mm-hmm. nothing else, you know? Yeah. The Avengers movies having more overt references to it makes more sense because it's the Avengers, right? Or Thor, same thing. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's disheartening for me, really. Yeah, it just... It's that throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. But the worst part is, is they keep saying, like, uh, they go, like, uh, they try to make it seem like they're going to do like the Marvel method. And it's like, okay, fine, then do that. And then when it doesn't work out as well as they like, cause they rushed it horribly, then they're like, ah, fuck. And then they just spaz and start doing whatever. And it's like, slow down, relax a little bit here. Okay. I honestly, I keep thinking like one day I'm just going to wake up and they're going to go surprise. Superman two is around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> We and actually a- shot Man of Steel before the before the coronavirus. It's yeah, coming like, next week. What? Cavill's last Superman movie is Superman 2, and we're, uh, everyone's happy, and it's all good. And it makes a bajillion dollars, and he signed on for a third. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> he shot the movie, and he wasn't allowed to take off the Witcher wig, so we had to CGI that out for the whole movie. <laughs> Don't make jokes like that. Don't make jokes like, like that. <laughs> I feel for him too because he's like, I really want to do like a good Superman for the fans, and he's not going to be able to. No, because because they're gonna they're gonna reboot it, they're gonna reboot it, and they're gonna keep everything separate, and it's gonna just it's gonna be weird again. It's gonna be like watching the the Dark Knight and uh, Superman Returns and being like, none of this is in the same world. Mm. Yeah, I don't know why they want to do Supergirl before Man of Steel. Oh, I think. I don't think they're doing that now. Are they not? So I, I don't say, think they're... If they do do Supergirl and they put Cavill in that, I'd be, I'd be better with that than having no Cavill as Superman ever again. Well, uh, originally, I think what they were going to do is, uh, so Supergirl was going to be their reboot of Superman. So they'd be able to take the heat off Superman, do Supergirl, uh, because the TV show was doing really well at the time. Yeah. You know, and now it's now the TV show is still doing well. I think it's picked up for a sixth season. Yeah. But I don't know. I really don't. <laughs> well, we're on a DC related camcast. I just got to say that Swamp Thing was friggin' incredible. Yeah, you, uh, you told me that. I've told you that, but I have to tell all 138 of our followers. The Swamp Thing was incredible. It did not deserve cancellation. It has an amazing cast in it. Apparently, the CW has picked it up to show the first season. I can't even imagine how watered down and shitty that's going to be because this is, like, gory and R-rated. Oh, wow. Okay. So to put it on the CW, it's going to be pretty... That is weird. Yeah, I don't know about that. I To me, this should have went to HBO Max. And then HBO Max could have done a second season. It would have been freaking insane. I wonder how much of the HBO Max stuff is going to show up on Crave. Apparently, they cut the deal with Bell, and all the originals are going to show up on Crave. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Because hmm. I mean, Crave already has HBO. They already do the HBO thing. So. Yeah. No, I know, but like, uh, uh, because I I read somewhere that HBO Max was going to be like 
Craig wasn't going to get everything. It wasn't going to be as open because of the, the TV rights laws in Canada. Because it's similar to the WWE Network, where like in the yeah. States, it's like Netflix. But in Canada, because of all the TV rights, they have to do it as a channel, right? Yeah. Yeah, but going to Crave, I was like, "Well, okay, so we'll see what they can take and what they can't, right?" So it'll be interesting. Uh, we probably won't get stuff like day one, like the U.S. will, but I, 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 I think it will kind of stay one on to Crave. What's day one? Like you know, it, it comes out on HBO Max that day, and same day it comes on Crave over here. Like we're probably gonna have to wait a few extra weeks or something. Oh, excuse me. Um. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yes. Hmm? I said you're excused. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. No, you got to watch something, man. It's so good. It's like the first episode is a total homage to John Carver as a thing. I don't know. I, I wanted to watch something. And then when I heard it got canceled, I was like, okay, maybe I don't want to watch something. You know what? I actually, I actually got it on my Google Play account. So if you want to sign into I mean, my Google Play, you can watch it. Didn't uh, Doom Patrol get a second season? It did. It's getting a second season on HBO Max. So that show got it. Yeah. Swamp Thing and, didn't. And Titans continues, but Swamp Thing axed before. Oh, okay. Hold on a second here. Hold on a second here. Titans should continue. <laughs> yes, it should. It should. I'm just saying that you only got three shows. Don't cancel the best one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I've heard nothing but good things about Swamp Thing. Like even oh, it was also the most expensive thing. one, so that's part of the reason why they can't. That's exactly why. And also because Swamp Thing isn't like this huge character. No. I was actually looking at um, the actor that plays Swamp Thing in the show. I was looking at his IMDb to see what else he's been on. He actually played uh, Jason in the Friday the 13th reboot. Hmm. But uh, it's funny because I actually slightly spoiled myself there because we're not really. But he's, he's, he's on an episode of Legends of Tomorrow <laughs> for next year. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. okay, I guess Swamp Thing's just going to join Constantine over on that show. Maybe. Legends of Tomorrow is just going to slowly morph into Justice League Black. <laughs> uh, dark, Justice League Dark. Dark, dark. Speaking of which, um, I don't know. Uh, Justice League Dark, the Apocalypse War, apparently is garbage. Really? I heard it was really good. I I uh, I've not heard one person say a good thing about it actually. Oh, I have actually read a good review then. Oh well, all right then. Yes, it's probably garbage. I have yet to watch it. I'm going to, and then I'll uh, I'll keep you abreast of this. Apparently, this is wrapping up their uh, their animated universe. So, oh, interesting. And then what? So they're still going to do the DC animated films, but they're not going to be all connected with that new Fifty Two art style anymore. Okay, I'm okay with that. Which I'm fine with. Because yeah. that ruined Hush. Mm, it, mm. Uh, it didn't help Hush. Hush should have been it, a standalone tale. It should have looked more like Jim Lee. I know. And it I should know. have it looked should. like Jim Lee, hundred percent. Yeah, but that didn't necessarily. That was. It didn't help it. It was still. There was a couple of things about Hush that was like. Uh, Plus, it didn't help that they had Jim Lee do the cover art for the movie. <laughs> So you're yeah. all like, yeah, hush, and then you put it on, and it's like this shitty new fifty. It's like it's like buying that Jim Lee comic book, turning yeah. the page, and then you're like, who the fuck is drawing this? I thought Jim Lee was on the cover, and then you see on the 
cover oh, art. Jim he's Bean. only the cover art. Yeah. <laughs> but Brett Booth did the interiors, and you're like, oh. Brett. <laughs> yeah, that guy disappeared, eh? Uh, no, no, he still he kept he's doing stuff. I, I haven't read anything of his in a long time, then. I mean, it's hard to tell if it's his or Jim Lee, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. It's easy to tell. It's actually easy to tell. Because I think he did the art on the second Thundercats miniseries. And I had at first um, thought it was Jim Jim Lee. <laughs> I think he, he had a stint on uh, New 52 Nightwing as well. Oh, okay. Um, towards the end of it, I think, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Which, yeah, whatever. I actually just read tonight that um, Diamond Distributors is starting up comic distributing again. Yep. It's going to continue on Wednesdays. Yep. DC's distributing their their own comics now on Tuesdays. Yep. Uh huh. <laughs> so there's two new comic days now every week. Yep. Who is going to go on Tuesday and Wednesday? So you're just going to wait till Wednesday. Would you not? Unless you're exclusively collecting DC, I guess. That's what I was going to say. Like, if you're a DC guy, you're going to go on Tuesday. Yeah, but if you're not, you're just going to wait till Wednesday and get it. Or if you don't really care. You'll go on the weekend or two months from now. (laughs) Because, yeah, like I'm I'm a DC guy, but I I, I can wait. Yeah. But then again, like, as of late, I'm not really excited for any comic books right now anyway, except for, like, Death Metal. On the DC slate of things? No. Just death metal only because it's another reboot, <laughs> a retcon of everything. But this is without uh, Dan Didio. So yeah. I'm really, really hopeful for this. And plus, it should lead into a new Nightwing book. So it's completely headed by Jim Lee now. I don't know if it's completely headed by Jim Lee uh, exactly, but I, I feel like it's, it's one of those like committee things. So Jim Lee, Jeff Johns uh scott snyder is john's really still there that much i know he's doing like a mini series or something but i think he's kind of has he kind of stepped like out of the picture to focus more on the movies and stuff if he's focusing more on the movies then i have to have a talk with him because he's not doing his job properly well obviously he doesn't get any say in the matter because he's got to deal with like the dc version of that pearl like, go back to writing comic books that pearl Muter guy like they need to just create DC Studios, copy Marvel completely, and go, hey, Jeff, you're our Kevin Flaggy. Yeah. <laughs> We're going like, to back I, away I just, and let you do everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, even, okay, so, like, even if you use right now as a template, okay, so you got 1984 to come out. Yeah. Uh, okay, great. And then the third movie, I think the third movie should pick up after Justice League. Mm-hmm. Okay? You got Aquaman 2. Okay? You got the Batman. <sighs> Okay. Yeah. Um, is it too late to just can that movie and start from scratch with a Ben <laughs> Affleck movie? <laughs> we know he quit because he didn't want to start drinking again, but that's because all the other idiots were making him drink again. Yeah. But anyway, so right you, have the, you have the Batman, uh, and then after the Batman, age him up a bit, you know? Bring yeah. him closer to the, to the rest of the Justice League. You know, we do another reboot of Batman immediately. Yeah, exactly. The Batman and then reboot it again with yeah. a Batman movie with an entirely new cast. Yeah, no, we're going to call it Batman. There's going to be more than one Batman. Ooh, Batman. There you go. <laughs> 
Shit's ridiculous, though. But then again, like, it's not like it's that much better at Marvel, though, really. No. You know? Like, I mean, until they actually announce Fantastic Four and X-Men, I don't really have anything to be excited for. And I'm not even, like, a huge Fantastic Four fan, but I would still be pretty excited for that. I'd be more excited for Fantastic Four than X-Men because I have a feeling that the X-Men, the MCU does, is not going to be the X-Men I want to see. No, it's going to be the House of X or House of Ten or whatever. Yeah. That weird shit they're doing right now where I'm like, I don't even... Like, <laughs> I actually I put X Men on my cart to collect it again because I was loving House of X and Powers of X so much, and then I got to that Powers of X issue five or whatever it was, where they all come back to life and they're naked and they're bowing around Xavier, and I was like, "What the fuck am I reading?" Yeah, the second I I found out that they were they were cloning them, they were exact clones. <laughs> I was like what the fuck no thank you and yeah. and yeah for like xavier uh phantom x professor x amalgamation yeah this is fucked up <laughs> so i remember saying that right away like i remember saying to you like it, professor x weirded me out like, he was yeah. really weird and you were like yeah he's kind of weird but it's kind of cool and i was like no it's weird and then now you're like yeah no it's weird <laughs> It's super. Yeah, I was weird. okay. I was okay with the weirdness. I was like, okay, it, it's. I, I can. I can. I can be okay with this, until X Men crawled out of eggs naked and started crawling up his legs, and he was like, "To me, my X Men," and I was like, "Whoa, whoa, that's some fucked up shit." Hickman, you know, okay, like I know Hickman does some weird shit, but whoa. I mean, if you, if people like it, great. Like uh, you know, it's no knock on anyone who likes it. It's just it's not for me. You know. No. And that's one thing that I, I think I'm, I'm rest. I'm not necessarily wrestling with, but I'm dealing with better now where I can, I can actually go. Yeah. You know what? Like this is, it's not my Batman. Yeah. You know, my Batman was Christian Bale's Batman yeah. uh, or Kevin Conroy. You know what I mean? So I'm okay. Like I'm getting, I'm at the point where I'm like, okay, if I really need to, I'll just revisit those guys. It's nice to need, see new stuff, but I'm okay with this. Um, and, and hopefully it'll help me with the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but even like with Marvel and stuff like that, you're like, okay, like, um, it'll be interesting to see how they reposition everything moving forward, mm-hmm. you know, because you don't really have any heavyweights really aside from Tom Holland and uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, and they're, they're not even like heavyweights, right? But they're like, really, yeah, because I would say those are bigger stars than Brie Larson. Uh, I mean, Holland is probably on the same level as her still. I I would not. I would say no. No. I would only because she gets so much of that unnecessary hate. Yeah. Yeah. So really, yeah, it's just Cumberbatch and well, Hemsworth is still kicking around. Right. Right. Would uh, you think of Extraction? I haven't watched it yet. Okay. All right. It does. Yeah, I I showed Adrian the trailer and it didn't appeal to her, so I have to watch that alone. Okay. <laughs> and I will. It's just when. <laughs> Fair enough. I I feel like I have less time working from home now than I used to. It's weird. That seems weird. But it it, it is. It's kind of like I don't know. I don't know what it is. 
Well, like, okay, so you work what, uh, seven to four? Or what's your schedule? Um, seven to four thirty-five. So four thirty, four thirty-five or four thirty-two five? Four thirty. Some days I'm off four thirty. Some days I'm off at five. Why would you be off at five? Well, some days uh, I got a call or something at four thirty, and I got to deal with shit until five o'clock. Oh, okay, okay, all right. So, so seven thirty to five, we'll say. But yeah. then after five, then what? You eat? Well, then we have dinner and we take the dog for a walk and we come back and then like, you know, you're 7.30 or something already by then, 7, 7.30. Right? Oh, yeah. You're not a, a night owl. Like, no. I don't go to bed till like 12.31. Yeah. No, I, I do. But then I like, I want to play games. I want to read books. I got to edit. Yeah. You know? There are things. Yeah. There are <laughs> things like I do... Uh, pick and choose so like if i like tonight i might play video games but i might not i might watch a movie instead or i might watch a, a tv show instead right so yeah. yeah so i yeah i get it i get it yeah and then and then that's that's it right i mean like it generally i'm gonna put something on that adrian also wants to watch until she goes to bed at 10 or whatever and then i go yeah back. fair enough yeah nice shirt by the way thank you i just got this in today yeah, it's nice and new. It looks good. It's a website good. called Gutter Garbs, but they do all these oh. all these horror shirts, and I've always wanted a shirt with the original Halloween poster. It's bitching. It's absolutely bitching. When and I see like, it, I was like, oh, like, that's nice. It's a comfortable extra large, too. It's not like XL where it's still skin tight. You know, you can see your nipples no matter what you do. That's, but you're supposed to show your nipples off. Oh, am I? Well, I can pull it tighter. There you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I'm going to stretch it out. I have weird little stretch marks there. Uh, well, Chris, Birds of Prey. I got it was a movie. That. It was a movie. Yeah. And uh, Yeah. Let us know what you thought of Birds of Prey. Did you also think yeah. it was a movie? <laughs> uh, if you like it, thumbs up. Subscribe as well. Mm -hmm. You can see us on YouTube. You can see us on Facebook. Instagram, Twitter. You can hear us on Google and Apple Podcasts and mm -hmm. also SoundCloud. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nailed it. Of course they did. Yeah, I had no doubt in my mind. You did because there was that momentary pause before SoundCloud where you were like, you ain't going to say SoundCloud. <laughs> I saw the look on your face. I'm not sure you sometimes because like, you, you, you go YouTube I know. and then you hop over to social media. I'm like, oh no, where are we going? Where are we going? Yeah, I know. We're on a we're on a journey right now. To be honest, I was surprised it was succinct as it was. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect it to come out that uh, flow ready. It was pretty great. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't have anything. Oh, uh, oh, I'll say this real quick. Uh, Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch relinquished her title. Yes, I saw that. Congratulations. She's pregnant. And I gotta say. I, that really touched my heart, though, where she was like, you go be a warrior, I'm going to go be a mother. And, I, and then she kind of like, and then Oscar was just like, mother! And then she started crying. I was just like, oh my god! And they were both just like, you know, <laughs> and, and and like they're hugging, and, and yeah. Oscar's just being like a human, not being like a character. It was great. It was absolutely great. So was a, That was a beautiful uh, I know she's not watching, but congratulations to her and Seth Rollins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that, that's huge. And I mean, like, I guess she's going to be gone for quite a while. Almost a year, at least. At least, and then maybe even longer. She might want time off with the kid after that. Well, that's what I mean. So it could be, well, I would say, let's say, well, let's say a year, maybe longer. 
Yeah. And that's if she comes back. That's if. She might yeah. come back and then Seth will go out on an injury. <laughs> Maybe. Spend Maybe. a year with the kid. She'll come back for a year. Switch yeah, the only thing the only thing was is that like so they do that big announcement and Seth's being a heel. So he's a heel right now. And I was like, they shouldn't mention anything about him being the dad. Like we all know, and they they referenced it on TV before how they were together, but they shouldn't mention it because he's a heel, right? Yeah. So what do they do? They have fucking Ray Mysterio going, like, hey, congratulations. Being a father changes you. I was like, ah. <laughs> but luckily, luckily, Seth Rollins jammed his uh, uh, Ray Mysterio's eye into the uh, edge of the stairs. So, oh. so he's still he's still a bad guy. I do that when people congratulate me too. <laughs> well, why wouldn't you, right? Yeah, yeah. just take out an eye. Fact, I'm going to put on my wishes right now. The day that I announce I'm going to be a father, poke someone's eye out. <laughs> oh yeah, the first person that says congratulations, congratulations. Says that's it. I'm going to yeah. jam something in your eye to show you it ain't going to change me. <laughs> uh, oh. I know that was a good moment. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, thank you. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs>